than I'd like. He constantly forgets his ID, too, Charlie answers. I hate that son of a bitch, Bert mutters. Bert is back at the scanning machine that monitors everyone entering the sector. I'm not sure why they think we need this degree of security. We do research that no one is really going to care about. It's not like we're designing weapons. My team is working on new strains of wheat. Whoopee! Prime target for terrorism, I guess, if you're a wheat hater. Is there such a thing? Does anyone really care what we're doing? No matter how seriously I doubt that, the security has now made me 20 minutes late for work. Gershom is going to put me through the ringer. God, he's a douche. Bert and Charlie pass me through, and I run for the elevator. The ride will take another five minutes, and then I have to go down the hall to where my team is. I'm going to be 29 minutes and 24 seconds late. It's just under the 30-minute cutoff, so I don't have a second to spare. 30 minutes late, and Gershom can dock my pay by half a day. Anything under that, and it's only a reprimand. Not that I need any more of those, either. But screw losing half my day's pay. The elevator crawls up. I swear, it's moving at half pace. I'm back to dancing from foot to foot as I watch the number slowly climb. It reaches the fourth floor, then the doors slowly slide open. I dive out the moment they're wide enough for me to squeeze through, then run down the hall. Thankfully, I wore sneakers today. Dress code in the lab is pretty casual, since we're all either wearing lab coats or the special suits that prevent cross-contamination. Run, Forrest, run! A high-pitched voice yells down the hall. I break into a full sprint, seeing my best friend Jolie waving me on and holding the door to the lab open. Jolie is short and super cute. She has a hint of Asian in her genetics that gives her almond eyes and a petite body with an ability to eat anything and everything without worrying about her weight. Jolie, shut the door, Gershom's baritone rings out. Yes, sir, she yells. I'm doing just that, holding the door, she calls over her shoulder, grinning at me. I skid to a stop with squeaking sneakers just inside the door and hit enter on the time computer. Jolie had my employee ID already punched in and waiting. It's a fudge, but not a flat outbreaking of the rules. It flashes clocked in just before the time changes. I made it. I'm panting heavily and leaning over when Jolie grabs me in a tight hug. Callista, Gershom says, stalking towards me like a cat prowling towards a bird. It's creepy. Yes, I ask. Gershom is older than me, with gray at the temples of his dark hair. He has a deep tan, lined face, and big hands that constantly grip a mug of coffee. He sips it to accent his statements. He seems to think it makes him cool and hip. The suspenders he wears kill any hip or cool. He's our supervisor, but he's not a scientist like the rest of us. I think this makes him insecure, and is part of the reason he likes to enforce his authority. You're late, he says, sipping his coffee. Yeah, sorry about that. Problem at security. I see. Sip. Well, we have rules around here. Sip. Yes, sir, I say.
rules that are made to be followed. Sip. Perhaps you were out too late last night? No, sir, I say. I think he's hitting on me, which makes me even more uncomfortable than Chamberlain downstairs. He's constantly making remarks or inquiries about what I did the night before. It's not something he does with the others. I see, Sip. Well, that's too bad, Sip. Then you'd have a reason, wouldn't you? Sip. I suppose so, sir. Well, half a day's pay. Sip. I was within the time limit, sir, I reply. His eyes widen, and he turns to the time computer. He punches in his security code and reviews the logs. When he